This is episode 49 with Anita Tropiano. G'day legends and welcome to Your Life of Impact, where we connect with world-class athletes and coaches, health experts and enthusiasts, inspiring entrepreneurs and community leaders, all to teach you how to tap into your inner excellence. I'm your host, Brett Robbo, and I'm extremely grateful you're joining us today on your impactful journey. So here we are, spirituality, nourishing our spiritual health, one of the key areas of life that I work with, an area that you've heard many of our guests on this podcast talk about, some deeper than others, but what does it all mean? Why is it important for us to nourish our spiritual health anyway? It can all sound a bit abstract, but it kind of refers to your deeper relationship with yourself and your greater connection to a higher purpose, and your sense of meaning. Whatever language you put around it, there's absolutely no doubt that investing time and energy into this key area of life will expand and grow all other areas of your life as it really starts to give you much more of an understanding of your belief systems and your emotional intelligence and your overall control. The reason I started exploring and nourishing my spiritual health is because in my early days of being addicted to podcasts, I noticed that a lot of the world's most influential and inspirational impactors on other shows were exposing their beliefs and experiences around the spiritual space. I was then introduced to the concept from my coach, and then I dug deeper and started connecting with a spiritual mentor who has shined a lot of light on this area and helped me tap into it much deeper. And I believe we've only really scraped the surface together. And that spiritual mentor of mine is today's guest, Anita Tropiano, one of the most connected human souls I've been lucky enough to share my journey with. 99.9% of you will never have heard of her before, But I'm happy to say that she also now has her own podcast and you can start to tap into her abundance of heartfelt value and resources via that and her online presence. And we chat about that in this episode. You'll often hear me talk about the power of the mind on my podcasts and how much control we as humans have that we don't fully tap into. And that's what I talk about tapping into our inner excellence. Well, Anita has actually taught me the powerful connection of the heart and the mind. And we talk a lot in this episode about operating from the heart as the number one place. As you could imagine, these topics could go extremely deep, but we didn't want want it to be like that for you. I wanted this episode to be about an exposure to one of the key areas of life that we can all pay more time and attention to in order to help us live more optimally. And you'll actually hear me discuss the comparisons of a spiritual outlook to an emotional intelligence and mental training outlook. During this chat, I also asked Anita about her retreats, that she's had amazing results with people at the retreats, but I actually meant to ask her about her workshops. So she mentions that she's only had one retreat and talks a little bit about that, but she's actually had about 
20 amazing workshops that help people learn and indulge in this space and I've seen and heard a lot about the results that she gets with those workshops. So that's what I actually meant to cover. Minor detail but you'll get a gist of what she would cover from this conversation. Before we start the interview, I want to do a quick iTunes review and I've decided to go back to the very first review for this one which was done on the 4th of July 2017 and it's by Team Reardo. So Team Reardo is actually Scotty Reardon who was episode number three on this podcast and if you want a bit of a kick in the bum and some help around (laughs) developing some mental resiliency from hearing an amazing story of someone almost losing their life and, and just some battles in life that he's overcome and really inspirational and such a humble dude. That's Scotty Reardo on episode number three. And he wrote on the 4th of July, 2017, excited to see where this podcast will take everyone in search of a higher purpose. Really looking forward to the episodes that follow. Short and sweet. Thanks, Team Reardo. Much appreciated. And just remember, if you want to have the chance to have your review read out, you don't have to be a guest on the show. You can just jump onto iTunes and give you a five-star rating and review there. Actually, give whatever star rating you want. I'm not going to push you to do a five. Apparently, there's two people on there that have done a two-star review, but I can't find them. I've filtered through to look for them to, to use that as feedback. Anyway, now let's hear from the beautiful soul, my spiritual mentor, Anita Tropiano. So Anita, tell me, what does it mean to operate from the heart? Oh, Brett, um, how long have you got? (laughs) (laughs) To operate from the heart is to know what it is that you want to do with your heart in life. It's how do you want to encompass all that you are from a heart point of view and not so much a head point of view and really bring it forward so that whatever you do doesn't just benefit yourself but it benefits others because at that vibrational level you can give so much and just the power of that uh, is enough to help people in an incredible way just just from you being in that heart and and living from a purpose that is connected to your heart. So it really is about finding out what is in your heart to give that is so unique. And how how do we do that? I know that this could get you could talk about it all day, but what are some for people that haven't heard this kind of language before, what do you actually mean by finding finding your heart or finding yourself in your heart? Well, Brett You know, there's one thing that through my journey I have learnt and that is that the one thing that has been so underestimated has been the power of the heart in the world. So to me this has been a part of my journey to discover it as well. So what I bring you here has been a lot to do with my own personal journey and what we're here for, which is to find a purpose and return to love. So in finding what's in your heart, the way that I have done it personally for myself and led other people into it is to take the time out to ask questions according to 
whatever it might be. So perhaps the first question you might ask is, who am I? And instead of directing it to your thoughts, be sitting very quietly in a meditative state or even walking around your garden or doing anything you're doing is giving your heart a question and allowing it to answer. And there's a difference between the way that your mind will answer and your heart will. Your heart will answer at a level that is so subtle and so peaceful and so beautiful that it will come from a knowing. And that's the place to work yourself towards when you are seeking something that is solid and and harvesting your heart, your your journey and your, your purpose. And what I have found from going into the heart and working from that space is you can't come from anywhere else from a place of joy and and love when you are there instead of being tackled by the mind field and the mind space. So the mind will tell you anything that um, you'll believe and can take you anywhere because it's very rational. But the heart, the heart is the centre and the core of your soul. And because we are, in my belief and knowing from my experience, we are a spiritual being having a human experience here, then the answers that we are looking for when we are seeking even personal joy and happiness and how to apply ourselves in the world through our purpose is all found within our heart where our soul is ready to speak to us in a very gentle, soft manner. And I find that um, the main struggle with people is actually following the heart as opposed to the logical mind and the head, which tells you that you can't do it or you shouldn't do this or it won't work out or if I follow this, where am I going to stand in life uh, in view of others? So to me, finding it in the heart is asking questions to your heart and waiting for those answers to arise so that you can really live from your full potential of your heart and basically use your mind to follow through what your heart is asking. That makes a lot of sense. So essentially we're trying to, or not trying to, but we are making space and time and moving into the the heart space through our through our emotional attachment. I guess I, I kind of speak from a place of a little bit of experience here because I'm grateful to have to have one of your heart meditations, which has been powerful for me, and it guides me on a journey into my heart. And you've actually done this with me in our sessions together too. I have, yes. It's it's so powerful, and it essentially allowed me to or allows me to experience my light and I put the context around that that I am light and I've also built on this and added my own uh, areas around so either before or after I do this meditation around my personal experiences uh, and but there's just something kind of deep and hard to explain about sitting in your own heart yes it's it's so deep, Brett, that to actually sit here and explain it, it's not a mental thing to actually be able to explain. It's actually through the power of the experience that, and you know that from um, 
working with me and actually us doing the meditation together as well as having my own that it's not an experience that you can actually explain. Um, it's an experience that is so individual and so connected to your own personal light and your own personal journey that to actually put it in words is is impossible and even though I would love to be able to do that um, it's really not possible because of such a personal deep experience that it'll, it will bring you um, to show you your own personal light so you know, if anyone does want to connect to that and learn more about the light in the heart, please feel free to contact me at all because, you know, I'm really happy for you to do that on my website and for us to connect and, you know, and show people through their own personal experience, which like yourself, just you've said blows you away and, and it's different for everybody else as well. Exactly. And that's the whole thing around having mentors, coaches, teachers for this reason because to hear something, it can not make sense to feel and experience something. It can have profound shifts in your life. So, good answer there where we could go deep and I highly recommend to people if they're interested in that area to do it because it is absolutely literally life-changing and changing perceptions now Anita before we dive deeper into your interesting life and your interesting perception of the world I want to say welcome to your life of impact thank you Brett and it's an absolute pleasure to be here because I know we've played uh, tennis with this for a while, trying to get myself set up and uh, be in the right place, the right time. So thank you so much for having me on board. My heart is filled with so much gratitude for it. And um, this has been um, long awaited. Absolutely, it has. And we've known each other for a couple of years now, and we're connected through we your have. genuine legend of a son, Kurt. And I remember having a chat to him one day, and we just started talking about energy. And I mentioned, and you said this just before, that uh, you know we're energetic beings or spiritual beings having a human yes, experience. Right. And when I said that to him, he just looked at me and he said, "Bredo, you've got to meet my mum." <laughs> yeah. Yes, and then uh, from memory, I received a text, and I had just walked out of somewhere, and that's where we met, didn't we? Absolutely, on the beautiful beaches of Perth, it was, and I'm so grateful for that meeting because, like we just mentioned, I've I've utilised you as a spiritual mentor and learned a lot around that space, and we've had some amazing chats together and it just blows my mind of your understanding and like I said I you know it's it's a perception of the world but it comes from a deeper understanding of human behavior yeah well <laughs> there is there is just so much in our journey Brett and not only you know, have I been able to offer something to you, but in your journey, and honestly, you've been able to give me just as much. So um, there may be a deeper meaning. I've had a few more years on you as well. And um, our journeys have been very different, but very similar. So um, not only have like I said, um, maybe I've given something to you, but thank you because you have given something to me also from that meeting where – we don't just um, 
you know, we receive from all all avenues and every time we talk to someone if we're open. So Absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned there that we've played a bit of tennis trying to get this podcast interview to happen. You were actually, before I even started mapping out my podcasting journey, over a year ago now, you were one of the first people on my list. I've been itching to get you onto the podcast to help share your <laughs> abundance of value and because of everything that you have to offer and, and you know, we obviously both wanted the timing to be right and really there's no better timing than now because you've also got your own podcast out. Absolutely. Yes, I do, Brett. Tell us a bit about that. What's it called and, and how's your experience? Experience of podcasting. What what does it mean to you? Oh, okay. A lot of work <laughs> to start with. <laughs> I actually never realised that it was going to be so much. And um, you were my inspiration to begin with when I said, um, you know, Brett, I'd love to be doing what you're doing, um, moving around the world or talking to people who just inspire me in in my area of learning and uh, and what I love. And I remember you turned around quite um, strongly to me and just said, well, Anita, are you going to dream it or are you going to do it? And that really was, that really, <laughs> that really was the start of something um, that has brought me a lot of joy and a lot of challenges to get it up and running because I had no idea what it takes to um, create a podcast. But um, so anyway, thank you. There's a thank you for you. Um well, that's Deep kind of gratitude a, for that. I, I said to you from the beginning, it's kind of a selfish reason for me too, because I want to yeah. hear your podcast. I want to use it as a resource to refer yeah. people to. So it, it was reciprocal. Oh, thank you. And um, just a bit about it. Well, it's called The World Needs Your Heart's Purpose. And it really was and is derived from my journey and understanding that we all have a very unique purpose and we all have such individual gifts to give to the world in the world, you know, whether it's in our home or the community or even further out into the world, whatever it is that we have as a gift and at whatever um, level we can um, engage that from the heart because it's all about using the gifts of the heart, then, you know, you we get to vibrate, we get to, and I'm talking energy here now, we get to resonate with our soul and we get to use what's in our heart to help other people. So I really wanted to create a platform where, A, one, I could actually reach out from that platform and and help others through what they would love to hear, what their needs were, and also to be able to engage the gifts that I have learnt or and not so much using wanting to really use the word gifts, Brett, because it sort of puts things, you know, um, out there a bit more. Um, I'm using gifts as the natural abilities that we have, the things that bring us joy and regardless of anything, they are our gift to life. And when we're not engaging in those gifts, then we're truly not offering the best of ourselves to the world. And I'm talking in the home, you know, the, the beauty of using your heart in the home, you know, love, kindness, joy, all of that comes, you know, it starts in the home and it starts in 
in our heart and then it moves out into the community and then it moves out into the world. So I really wanted to get it up and running so that I could share as much as possible and have people also come back and ask me as much as they needed so that they could then step into their heart's purpose and bring about their potential, which brings so much light to the world. Because basically when you're resonating in what you love to do, you you light up and bring other people joy just by being who you are because the sense of connection that you have to to being who you are unapologetically and bringing it out in whatever form that may be, whether it's speaking or teaching or going through and doing meditations and yogas and what you're doing, you know, they deeply inspire people when you are resonated with who you are and what you're here for. So that's what it was created for so that I could bring it all together and speak to people who understand this, who understand that there is a place of purpose that comes from the heart and connect to and use all of all of who they are. So when I'm not doing the podcasting, I spend time with people on the outside just working very quietly with them so that they can engage in their gifts. And when they're engaging when they're engaging in their gifts, the inspiration that they spread around to other people, the ripple effect that happens is incredible. And when that can be anchored into something that is giving from the heart, it's it's powerful. It's a powerful, beautiful light. And so that it really is the reason why the platform uh, was created so that there could be a spread of light and joy and people understanding that they have gifts to share regardless of how small or large or however they perceive them. You were born for a reason. You weren't born for nothing and whatever you can give from whoever you are is just the most beautiful thing you can ever bring to the world. All I can say is finally, now I have a genuinely connected resource I can share with people to help them tap into their spiritual health. I've been awaiting your podcast for a long time before (laughs) you even mentioned that you wanted to do one. I've always hoped that you would want to. So just a warning now though, people are going to want more and more because as they listen to your content and connect with you and understand it, uh, and, and I spoke to you about this and what I found really interesting from you, I'd love to hear your thoughts again, is around... The fact that it has to come from you genuinely at the right time and in the right way. It does. And, you know, when I talk about journey and the light and purpose and everything, there's a time and place for everything. And I think that's really important to recognize here is you may not feel any need for for anything and it's never to make anyone feel like, it's less than because they haven't got this feeling inside them, this pull, this need or to, to, to find out anymore because I truly understand and know that at some point in our journey, because my belief and understanding and knowing is that we live many lifetimes, is that at one point in time you're going to suddenly feel this genuine pull that you're talking about to, to just 
understand more and to rise and, and you'll begin to feel many things, including feeling restless inside, like there's something missing. And that's one thing I felt from the very moment that I could actually remember is feeling like there was something more. And it wasn't something that was grand or egoic. It was something that my heart knew was 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 there, but I, I had no idea where to go. And And as we turn and start to even give it some thought, who am I, which is one of the most powerful questions that is in the universe, who am I, the response within yourself and your soul will be a very personal one. And if you're ready to start discovering more about the beauty within yourself and and what you do have to offer, then it's going to start to spark and so that genuine spark will will come from the soul and it'll come from the heart. And so the most important thing is to never feel that whatever place you're in is not the right place. But if you are pulled and sparked, then you know what? Just just go for it. Just start asking yourself those questions. Who am I? What brings me joy? What brings me joy that can help other people? What can I rise above in my my mental capacity to lock back into the heart and engage what I'm feeling? So all of these things will will lead you, and like you said, to a genuine place of activation, which is what I feel you were asking for. And yeah, I hope that sort of answers what you were looking for, Brad. Yeah, absolutely. And you actually answered by, uh, I wanted to ask a question around what it actually means for connecting the head and the heart. And I feel like you kind of answered that in that question there too. Yeah, well, if I can say connecting, <laughs> actually, I'm going to um, sort of bring it around again right there and say that there is a saying, and I can't remember who actually said it, but I remember seeing it very recently and they said that the journey from the head to the heart will be the longest one that you ever take because it means that a lot has to get out of the way for us to truly engage into what the heart wants to do because we are so in the mental that um, it takes an extra lot of effort to remain in the heart and follow it. It's it's really interesting actually. I remember one of the chats I had with you and because I work in that mental space and taught, teach people, you know, mental strength skills, mental training, mental resiliency and it became a, a little bit almost alarming to me at one stage and that's why I had to reach out to you because I thought, hang on, I understand what Anita teaches in the spiritual sense around, you know, sort of getting out of our heads and operating from from our heart space. But here I am teaching everything around the mental space and I started to get a little bit of this internal conflict. So I had to reach out to you. And when I spoke to you about it, <laughs> essentially you, you made me realize that a lot of what I teach uh, away from the willpower. So when we talk about the still power and going into the, you know, that really is getting out of our own heads. And that's where we talk about the mindfulness and the meditative states and those kind of practices to help us with, it actually helps our mental strength to really really get a, get out of our own way. Yeah, it seems to be that we still need and never underestimate the power of the mind either. You know, Brett, I think there is 
a part of our journey from even my own where we need to understand the mental power that we do have that it is crucial that we have that because in the strength of the mind we can then activate our heart to a place where you can then engage the mind to move strongly in the direction that your heart would like to take it. So we need to still have strong mental resilience. We still need to be able to call our own BS, excuse the French, um, to actually move forward with what we want to do in the heart. So it's not that we have to go and become that that um, complacent or that that soft that we we're not strong enough to then follow through on what we need to do. We still made it need a very strong mental mind to follow through on what our purpose is. We need some sort of structure, and I truly believe that that is what our mind was created for, so that we could project and create because we do create our own reality, and we have spoken about that before and that's probably a whole new conversation but to create our own reality we also need to be able to have mental strength so never underestimate the the teachings of the mind and the resilience and and that is so important what my message is is basically not to forget that the heart has a place too not to be that in the mental that we forget our heart because that's what softens us into being gentle and wanting to give in our purpose. So both have a very important role in the world and together they are such they're such a force because people from the heart um, just have this amazing capacity if they have this compassionate heart and they have this this will and this um, this drive to create some beautiful things for humanity. So both very much have their place in the world. Absolutely. I love that the way that you've connected that there too. And when you're talking about the mind there in terms of, you know, projecting and creating and we create our reality and that's that's what I teach people and that's how I teach people. And the one of the world's best sports psychologists who I follow really closely and I've verbally put it out there that I'm going to get him on the podcast and that's Michael Gervais. And when he talks about mindset, he, he talks about, it, you know, actually – have you thought about it in terms of setting your mind because our minds act like a projector and a filter so they filter the information that comes in and then they project our, out to the world as well so it's really cool to hear you uh, use that similar sort of language. Mm, yeah they do and that's very interesting because yes for me for what I have come to understand of my own mind and how it works which has been my own internal journey with all this is basically you know your mind will come through with those thoughts and they will project outward but they'll only project outward if you allow them project to project outward to create so if you're not satisfied with what your thoughts are saying if they're not in um a positive feeling for yourself and that's where the heart comes in you know these thoughts might come in but do they resonate with your heart and if they don't resonate with your heart then look at them don't give them energy change them and recreate with them brilliant 
Brilliant. I love that. Anita, how or why did you personally get so deep into spirituality? I don't think I ever really did get into it, Brett. I think I was born into it. And um, I spent a bit of time with someone who was very um, very strong in mentoring and, and very wise. And they said once that, you know, sometimes you're born here into a spiritual journey and sometimes you're born into a very different lifestyle and, and never, ever come across it. And I guess that's because we're all different souls having whatever experience we need. But from the time I can remember, I was always connected to another part of myself that seemed to be very different to what the outer world was being viewed as. So there was always this if you would like to call it um, spiritual journey that was happening within myself. So I never felt quite the same as other people, nor did I see or feel to the world, which I thought everyone was obviously thinking and feeling the same as myself. But as I grew up and um, I began to realise, even at the age of 14 when I was drawn towards meditation, that there really was uh, another world that was um, was happening inside. And it really went from there, I guess, my um, exploring of what was going on because I found that there was this ease at projecting images and visualising other rooms and being able to do that quite easily and that there was another part that seemed to be more peaceful than the one that I was living with in my own world. So, you know, it became a a journey where I began to explore from such a young age, just knowing that there was more, there was just so much more out there. And I ended up marrying at the age of 18 and, um, and still married to my beautiful husband, Tony, and um, then began to raise three children. And so my journey was still there. I still felt very um, connected to something, but wasn't quite sure when you get sort of caught up in in that that period. And I remember probably the catalyst or one of the catalysts for me was when we actually moved from where we were in um, Geraldton in a small town into a smaller town and purchased a farm. And I began to struggle a bit with uh, living there and became, you know, a little bit depressed and was trying to find my way in, in moving away and everything being so different. And it was at that point in time that I had read many books, but I came across a book from um, Diana Cooper, which was Light Up Your Life. And I started to to read that book and she was the first time I actually came across you create your own reality and from that point it really spun me out um, and started to make me have a really good look at myself have a really good look at what I was thinking Um, and to be honest with you the glass was half empty and I realised that because having a partner whose glass was half full or, or very full, I could actually then begin to see how my own inner world was conflicting with what I was wanting on the outside. So there began what I would call the, my journey of my own personal self-inquiry. 
um, you know, who am I? And even though that came up when I was much younger, it actually really leapt forward because I needed to start engaging in what wasn't working in my life at the time. So I started to play with the creating of the reality and started to observe everything around me and 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 connect some dots. And it really did uh, shift me one day when I turned around and just said, you know, if, if it's true, then really I don't need to experience this anymore. I don't need to feel this up and down motion that I'm feeling. I just, I don't need to experience it if I choose not to. And, you know, it was only a couple of months or within a very small time frame that that actually, it shifted for a really a long time to nearly never again. So, it was just such a huge shift within myself from understanding or, or reaching in and looking at what wasn't working that I guess from there on in I started to 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 really look at what was going on inside and, and sort of as everyone does, you know, you read and you pick up books and and I actually – then started to wake up and and understand or start writing things that I had no idea what they meant, but they had some real form. And today there's so many people who understand these concepts that have already been written up in books that um, I guess back then it was just – the journey and the spiritual journey wasn't spoken of and especially not in my own family really because it, it was never heard of. So there was a lot of stuff that was unfolding very quickly at quite a rapid rate sort of in that period and I'm talking say about 20 years ago now. So there was so much learning and um, what you would call the inner spiritual journey, which never stops. It, it just never stops. It just evolves and your energy changes as you start to understand what's going on and recreate whatever it is. But that was where I stood on my journey. And um, when I started to write and had a book which was sitting there with all this information, I started to realise that there was so much in there, there was so much content in there that it it possibly wasn't even ready to be shared. So I shelved it and I put it to the back of um, my wardrobe and left it there. And it was probably 10 years after that again that I, I woke up and and it was like out of the blue in the night I got up and started to write in the morning and I had paper everywhere. I had um, written so much stuff, a bit like when people talk about um, writers waking up and starting to write or painters wake up and they paint on a canvas because these pictures there. I just started to write with so much information and looked at it and could see that it was very different but it, it had so much content in there that could help people that I sort of swallowed hard and decided that it was time to to share some of that that you know share some of that wisdom that was sitting there to help other people and yeah it it 
the journey, the, the spiritual journey unfolds. And that really, really is what probably launched me into what I started to doing. So I started to create workshops around all the content and um, retreat and and it started to evolve. And, you know, and that's what our journey is. Our spiritual journey is our own journey. It's not anybody else's teachings. It's not anything else. But what it does, it begins to mine your gifts, it begins to mind the wisdom that you have and and that is why it is so important to connect to that inner part of ourselves when we're ready and allow it to take us on a journey balanced with everyday life. So There's so yeah. much of all that that I could unpack and we're going to come back to your retreats shortly. There's maybe a couple of things that I want to, just thinking of the – the listeners and hearing some of them, a lot of them might be hearing this language for the first time, but just from your perspective, and I know this is, and everything we talk about could go really deep, but just a sort of surface level to teach people to understand what this actually means, but what does it mean to you or how would you explain it for first time listeners when you say that you create your own reality? Okay, if, let me feel for a moment. If I was to teach you how to create your own reality, I would go back to probably my second podcast, Brett, would be the best place to start with it because it leads you into understanding with a very, very brief contemplation or meditation on how we can quickly look at the way we were thinking and how it performs within our mind. So if you're suddenly thinking something from the past, which is where I would generally take a group of people and I would ask them to sit and to breathe and to try and empty their space as much as possible and then fill it with a powerful, joyful thought of something that was a, is a memory that brings so much joy and has brought so much joy in the past and really build on it, build on it so that you can feel it and if you're able to see it and really, really connect to a joyful moment and and as you are doing that, you'll begin to feel in your own experience yourself shift and change. And what you're doing with your mind is you're actually creating this picture in your mind of this joyful experience so all the feelings from that joyful experience will come along and you will begin to to feel them and that's been from the experience of each class that I've had so it may not be for yourself or someone else but from doing that and then asking people to move from that joyful experience and very gently visualize last time when things didn't feel so good and shift into a space where you can actually feel the discomfort of what you are thinking and what you are seeing then it brings about that that knowing on your own level because it's experiential that those two di- those two different experiences when you then sit back and um, look at how your body felt and what was going on within you in processes when you were doing it brings you to the fullness of the moment to show you that 
you were actually just in that point in time when we were going through this process, you were actually creating that. I wasn't creating it on any level. I was offering you the opportunity to use your mind in a still moment with myself to actually see how as we're shifting with our thoughts and we are we are um, visualising things, that the power of them actually changes how we feel. So we then start to generate through that picture in our mind and and what we're thinking around that whole subject. We're generating feelings and emotions and they're either going to be ones that make us feel really good when we're in our joyful space or ones that are not going to make us feel so good. So in a very quick explanation of that, and um, I'm hoping that that is as simple as I can sort of for those that have come across this concept in this first talking with you, um, that you understand that and can feel it. Yeah, that oh, I just made so many notes there. It's so great to hear you speak about it in that way and you know you talk about people cleaning their canvas and being open-minded to create that space internally uh, when you talk about that memory we I teach it in ways through the mental training uh, courses that I do in terms of people's golden nuggets so reflecting on exactly what you were saying there those times where their energetic state has just been you know so amazingly either happy or joyful or euphoric or whatever it might be uh, you talk about emotions there and I teach a lot around and emotional intelligence and the first aspect of that is emotional awareness because we are emotional beings and without actually realizing what our emotions are where they take us on our journey what they do for us and things like that I love it that you go into the unhelpful emotions too to make people aware or to to help them uh, align with the the fact that it's it it's our power and this is where the whole create your reality comes into it I think where it's our power and our choice which emotions that we choose to spend time with because reality is that we're human beings we're going to experience all the emotions they're going to pop up they're going to throw us around uh, on our journey but the the power of actually having the skills and the knowledge and the awareness to decide whether we spend time on the unhelpful emotions that are taking us away from our goals and visions and our and our amazing uh, alignment or whether we you know, spend time on the helpful emotions and actually understand what they are and where they can take us and how they can help us. Yeah, absolutely, Brett. And the beauty of of what we've just done or, or what I'm trying to do here is just give a comparison. So we can't see black without white. We can't see light without, you know, the dark where we are um, in the nighttime and the day is where I'm coming from. So without a very strong comparison, how do we choose? And that is what the fullness of life is about. And that is what feeling is about. Does it feel right? If it doesn't feel right, then it's not right for you. We have you know, such a natural gift to connect to that we don't use, which is our heart and our intuition. And when we've got them and we've got the comparisons, we can actually bring together what's right for us and what makes us feel good. And then what makes us feel good when we put it into action through purpose, then resonates out into the whole community and 
the world and your own home. And that is the whole um, lot really in, in a nutshell, which I just love to teach about our heart and life and, and all of the connections. And you mentioned there before about retreats. Now, Let's talk a little bit about your retreats. Are they for everyone? Well, to be honest with you, Brett, there's been one large retreat, which I did two years ago, and um, that was very specific. That was something where I really felt the desire to work at that level with a group of 10 women, specific women. So I created a retreat around your divinity and um, divine women rising so that women could connect to the beautiful reasons that they were actually here and what they are here for because for some reason women find it much easier and that's the feminine to access the heart and so there was this deep desire to work with a group of um, women and really show them how powerful they were when they engaged the mind and they engaged the heart and they knew where their purpose was. So it was my first retreat to see how that went for women and where it could take them. So it was a beautiful retreat um, and we just got so much out of it. So, and then I went into another area. So for me, it's been very experiential, but the retreat was mainly for, for women. And, um, as soon as there is a calling for another one, because that one was asked for, then absolutely, yeah, any time. And that's actually something that you and I have been discussing uh, about doing something together, because we we realise that we're on, we have similar, deeper purpose to really give back and to, and we we have that passion to spread our knowledge and to help people make these changes in their life and and give them the tools to to help them navigate the the challenges in life so you know for everyone listening it's just very early days but stay tuned because Anita and I will be doing something where we're we will the head and the heart. We've, <laughs> we've started to jot down some ideas which really excites me actually yeah look I'm so looking forward to collaborating with you uh, Brett and um, bringing it all together you you're inspiring to me with um, the way you've moved with the mental and even the emotional. So, yeah, watch this space. I am truly pumped and I am excited to bring whatever we can in our purpose and gifts and um, really, really bring it home to people so that they can feel the power of their own heart and their own energy and um, really bring it forward into life in a very grounded way, which is something that I feel is excruciatingly important is that it is brought together as us being in our humanity and the word divinity, which is the part of us that really has got that spark and that purpose and that light and in a very grounded manner that helps people uh, in everyday life. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Spanunda, which is uh, Swedish for exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> now, actually, what well, for everyone listening, if you are interested in that 
kind of uh, approach and to see what Anita and I will be connecting with and please reach out to us because when we hear from you what you uh, are searching for or wanting from us then that can help us we obviously have a lot of content that we want to put together but it's also really powerful absolutely to, to hear and understand what what the listeners want now Anita what about some actionable advice for the listeners and I ask everyone that comes on this podcast this question and what specific advice can you give to the listeners on what action they can take today to become more impactful in their lives and in their communities? Work out what brings you joy. Absolutely number one, work out what brings you joy and can help others and find a way to do it wherever you are, whatever it is, wherever you are. It's important and when you bring that energy You bring yourself and you bring so much light and joy to other people as well as yourselves. So that just creates a beautiful ripple effect. I love it. Absolutely beautiful. And obviously people know that they can start to find out what brings them joy by listening to your podcast and you know the power of mentors and we spoke yes. about it earlier. You mentioned that you've had mentors, you've been my spiritual mentor, I've had mentors in every area of my health and I wanted to know from you if you could ask one question to any mentor of yours in the world, who would it be and what would you ask? And it doesn't have to be a current mentor. It can be someone, uh, a previous mm. one or even just someone that you wish was a mentor. Who would it be and what would you ask? Oh, that doesn't really take too much of a question to answer. Oh, the one lady in this world, Amar, I think is the pronunciation for her, She is in India and her story, her spiritual story has just captured my heart from the moment that I heard it and it was all about understanding the plight of humanity and what we are here for on such a beautiful, profound level that um, she serves all the time and if I could spend some time with her, I would certainly be asking her how can i how can i deepen my compassion for humanity and serve from my heart with an even more higher potential so yeah i definitely if i had that moment which who knows brett may happen in the future I would love to spend six months with someone who has such a compassionate heart that her whole world has been given to those in projects and and just learning how to live from the heart in, in such an aspect that the ripple effect is um, that profound. So, yeah, that would definitely be my number one. Wow. Like you said, the spiritual journey is always evolving. It never ends. Now, Anita, I'm a very values-based driven person, as you know, and one of my top core values is giving. And you are a guest on this podcast that has given your time and value, and I give all my guests something for that. Now, you and your family are already proud supporters of the Life Tees, and I've seen photos of you. We are. share it, so thank you <laughs> for that. So what you I are actually, welcome. What I want to give you is actually a pass into my mental strength training online oh. program. Because, oh, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Now, 
I've been thinking about this. I'd be honored to have your involvement and also your feedback from your amazing perspective. I feel like your experience will help me and your feedback through and after this experience will help me sharpen it and make it a better experience for everyone involved for all the courses for the future. Oh, Brett, I am so thrilled. I just can't wait, can't wait to be on board and... um yeah, listening to everything that you're teaching and um, and truly learn from it myself. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. That is an amazing gift. Really, truly thankful. Yeah, thank you so much. My absolute thank pleasure. You. Now, where oh. can our listeners learn more about you? So what's your podcast or your website that you'd like to direct people to? And also, how can I and the listeners help you on your journey? Okay, you can find me at anitatropiano.com if you would like to flick me an email from there with anything Um then take a look around and see if there is something, anything there for yourself. You can also find me on Instagram and my podcast, The World Needs Your Heart's Purpose, which is linked up to iTunes and other places. It's also on my website. So if you go there, then um, you'll find um, nearly everything about myself. And um, if you're connecting to and resonating with anything here, then please connect with me. I'd love to help you in any way possible. And um, your next question about helping me, it would be by me being able to help you in some way. So I would love for you to connect to me on anitatropiano.com and actually guide me to what you would like to learn or you need help with in alignment with purpose, in alignment with your heart, how to marry the two up. Ask me to create a podcast, whatever it might be, that would help me on my journey because then I know I will be giving at the optimum to what you want. And um, I've learned that it's not all about ourselves and um, what we want in life, but it is truly connected to the joy of being able to give at that level. So please connect with me because that would help me and I would love to help you. Anita, you're a legend. You're a humble, genuine, heart-filled soul. Keep shining your spiritual light to the world. Thank you, Brett. <laughs> that is, um, thank you. That's beautiful and um, and return to you tenfold because um, you're doing some really beautiful work out there. So thank you and thank you so much for having me on board. It's been an absolute pleasure to be able to share whatever I can and I truly look forward to returning the favour and um, spending some time with you to co-create for others as well. Absolutely. I have no doubt this won't be the last time that you'll be on this podcast. We'll have any requests and get you on for some short, impactful episodes. It'll be amazing. It will be a pleasure. Well, I hope you felt the connection with Anita like I always do when I speak to her and from the heart. And I hope we help join a few of the dots and clear some questions around some perceptions of spirituality. Make sure you subscribe to Anita's podcast and follow her on Instagram and reach out if you're interested in learning more from this genuine, humble legend. And as we mentioned, we're in plans to collaborate on something special as we're both passionate about impacting others and bringing our knowledge and skills together in a powerful and undoubtedly transformational way. So if you can think of anything that you would love to learn or hear from both of us, please reach out and let us know. 
And if you like this episode and know someone who could also benefit from it, please share it and help us spread the love of this podcasting journey. And if you're a long-time listener and you've heard me annoyingly say many times to please jump onto iTunes and give the podcast your rating and review and you still haven't done it, I forgive you. I have no hard feelings at all. I'm just super grateful that you care to listen. But I'd be even more super grateful if you did take those few minutes to give the ratings and reviews. (laughs) And as always, remember, this is your life journey, your life of impact.